0: How's it going, everybody? My name is Oscar Rendon, and I am the host of Unfit to Talk. It's an unhealthy podcast for healthy people, I think. I think that's what the title is. Uh, thank you for joining me on my very first solo venture outside of uh, OTR. Uh, I got a lot of flack from uh, Mr. One Ray for, uh for deciding to go solo for this podcast, which is... Really just a podcast for me, if I'm being honest, it's a podcast that I, I kind of just want to do to see how well it goes, to see how well I do as, a, as an interviewer. And not only that, but I find a fascination in, in talking to people here in St. Louis, people that live around St. Louis, people that have been affected by St. Louis in a positive or negative way. I don't know. I don't know everyone's story, but I feel like it'd be interesting to hear everyone's take on living here in St. Louis. But I'm also interested in interviewing people that are here living in St. Louis, making their dreams happen, you know, making it happen, which is strange because St. Louis is this wonderful, strange, beautiful, ugly, uh, uh, magical disaster. It's this place in the middle of the country that gets no recognition sometimes and it's it's a place where people fly over sometimes and they don't realize that they're missing out on certain things st louis is a very special place uh for me it's my home and i think it's a it's a pretty cool place to live i think it's a pretty cool area to have grown up you know and so this podcast really is um it's a it's it's a love letter to St. Louis, I guess, in a way. In its own weird way. But uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be talking to some people uh on this show. Uh it's it's definitely uh a little bit different than the OTR podcast that I do with Ray Dunmire and Tim Roth on occasion. Plug. Shout out and a plug to those guys. But um it's uh it's it's a podcast that I I didn't think about doing at all. It was it was a very spur of the moment thing. I don't know if many people follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or I don't know where. But if you do, thank you for the support, first of all. But uh you know, I have this other website that's connected with OTR, with On the Robes Network. It's called Off the Record USA where I I get to interview um not just uh, uh you know wrestlers but although I do love uh you know talking to those guys but it's a, it's another it's another place another avenue that uh I have an interest in which is film TV music and I've been able to uh sit down and talk with musicians and and and, and actors and things like that in, in in a short amount of time and I've always been fascinated with people from different backgrounds and different uh careers and how it is that they got that way how it is that they got to this point in their life and in the career so that's that's the basis for off the record and it's you know there's movie reviews there's album reviews there's tv reviews and uh i try to be as generous as possible i try not to critique too hard i try i try to be a fair critic if it's if there's such a thing as a fair critic but you know um it's uh it's a lot of fun to kind of do my own thing sometimes uh uh like i said i got a lot of flack from ray for uh <laughs> deciding to do this podcast uh but i i feel like it's a, it's like a, it's a nice little um uh you know uh i wouldn't say hobby but it's a it's a good way to stretch my legs and do something different that's not always on the ropes, you know. I love doing that, but I feel like I I want to do a lot more. And I feel like we we can do a lot more. And I feel like this is the podcast for that. And uh you never know. Ray Donovan might be a guest, a future guest on my show. You never know. But um uh let's let's get started. I think uh I think you guys are tired of hearing just me. I hope you're not tired of hearing me though, because I do have a guest on my very first Venture outside of uh, everything else that I do, and it is with none other than uh, Miss Rachel Stolman, who is actually a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you go to Instagram at R Stolman, you can uh, you can check her out on uh, Instagram and Twitter at R Stolman. You can um, follow her on Facebook at uh, Rachel Stolman, and uh, she's a former tennis player. She's a fitness model. She's uh, correspondent for Courtly, which is a new tennis um, software company. Uh, realistically, I I can't explain the, the inner workings of Courtly because I don't really know much. But uh, I talked with Rachel, and she explains it way better than I can. So uh, you know, instead of me fumbling and bumbling around with my words, why don't we just go straight to the interview? So, uh. uh Yeah, this is uh, my interview with uh, my good friend, Rachel Stallman. Alright, so today I have my very first guest on my first episode for Unfit to Talk with Rachel Stolman. Rachel, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks, Ask. How are you? I'm,
0: I'm perfect. I'm, <laughs> I, I like, so I don't like using the word good because it's like very vague. So I just like to say I'm perfect or if I'm feeling very <laughs> bad, I go, oh, I, feel, I feel bad. But good is good good is very vague. Good is like good never sounds good, you know. Like I hear, I hear people say, "I'm good," but they never say it like they're happy about it. Like I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, first of all, thank you for doing this. uh, Of course. Be my first guest. Yeah. Uh, My pleasure. So I decided to do this podcast because St. Louis is this very big yet small place. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying.
1: I completely do. Yeah. Like,
0: there's a lot of people here that are, like, chasing their dreams and, like, making things happen, but yet it kind of people don't know about it because it's not, like, these big cities on the coast. So you came to mind as my first guest because I feel like you're the, the, one, of the pe- one of the few people that I know that are kind of doing things to actively uh, kind of push ahead and uh, reach for, I don't know what your goals are, like, long-term, but I know that you're very driven. So tell me more about, like, what, what's, like, because I know you used to be a tennis player. Yeah. And I think that's how, how the fuck did we meet? <laughs> now, now I'm trying to remember how we met.
1: I know. I remember exactly. You uh, want me to share how we met? Yes. Okay. Well, I remember I I was just kind of, like, getting into the whole social media aspect um, of, kind of branding yourself, and I remember that uh, I was looking for a videographer, and I had posted on my Instagram um, that I needed a videographer to help me shoot some tennis fitness videos, because uh, like you said, I i mean, I played tennis. I'm also a personal trainer. I wanted to kind of incorporate the two to give my followers something unique, which is tennis-oriented workouts, and so I remember when I posted on my Instagram story that I needed a videographer. I got two messages from two different people that that gave me your name, and they tagged me. I was like, "Who is this Oscar guy?" I was like, "Okay, let me reach out." And so that I reached out to you, and the rest is history.
0: Yeah. yeah, I remember. Best that now. friends
1: ever since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not go too far. Let's say best friends. We're really great friends. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I remember because we met at Starbucks.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you I was did.
0: very nervous.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So like, <laughs> I've never—I don't think I'd ever had a meeting with anyone beforehand. Yeah, like, kind to of like work a, with people. Yeah, like it. Like usually it's been with friends. Like you know, like I feel like because now we're friends, it's easy to say like, hey, would you help me out with this? Right. So but before I met you, it was always like, hey, you know some stuff about audio or video? Let's work together. Yeah. And so yeah. When you like, hey, let's meet and I was like, Oh man, like my first thought (laughs) was like so serious. Like this is very serious. (laughs) (laughs) And then I met you and yeah, it was it was like it was pretty we kinda clicked really quickly.
1: Off the bat. I feel like it's so funny because completely different people, completely different personalities, but we click really well. We work really well
0: together. I'm very introverted. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: You are actually in quiet.
0: yeah. Yeah, quiet. Like
1: People probably think that, like, you just are really a quiet, quiet person, but your closest friends know, like, you have a sense of humor, you're funny, and, like, yeah, you actually say a lot of jokes. You actually, out of all the people I know, you keep it more real than anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You'll all be like, Rachel, you look so stupid. Like, today, (laughs) in the photo shoot, first thing I see, you're like, what the fuck? Are you wearing yeah. <laughs> part of my French on this podcast?
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, I, I encourage you to curse yeah. if you can. Be, yeah, be real with me, Rachel. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, we clicked pretty, yeah. pretty quickly. And I didn't think we would mm-hmm. just because I didn't know you. Right. And it was like, like, how much will we be working together? Yeah. You know, and I feel like anytime you're in that situation, like I feel like people embellish things a little bit more. So mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I know all this stuff yeah and you were I felt like you were very confident too. I was like, oh like she's like she's coming in with like all these business plans, and then I get yeah. to know you. I was like she does, but at the same time <laughs> she's kind- of, you're kind of figuring it out at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah you're kind of figuring it out as you go along as well right and so what's what's your goal like i, I like I feel like all this time we've been hanging out i still i like I kind of have a a good picture of what your goal is, but yeah, like what are you? doing to actively reach it
1: right okay so um i get asked that a lot like in fact i got a couple dms today like what are you actually trying to do like what are you doing this and that and i feel like i'm still constantly kind of finding that out um I wanted to be a tennis pro when I was younger and, and when I was in college, and, and that things didn't work out for me like I wanted them to, so I shifted gears, and I began coaching, and I realized coaching's not the thing for me, so I began personal training. I have a love for fitness. I want to be the best trainer out there, but now I want to be the best tennis fitness trainer out there. And, uh, and then I kind of got into, like, modeling a little bit and making videos and things like that, and uh, I learned that my goals keep changing. Um, what recently I kind of just uh began working for was this company called courtly it's a tennis software company and we're actually in the middle of producing a show as a marketing strategy and the shows um like it's a it's basically a tennis show where we interview where i interview um different professionals different coaches people involved in the industry i just um interviewed omar benson miller who's a huge tennis fan and uh and then like nick ball it's just it's and I learned that I like have this love for um interviewing people and like sports casting. I never knew that I liked that. I remember always seeing like Carrie Champion or whatever whatever that girl's name Michelle, whatever on ESPN. I remember being like they've got the coolest job in the world, but I never thought why well, I could be doing something like that or what I would need to do to do something like that. I just thought it was completely out of out of my reach because that's not my specialty. I never specialized in that. I specialized in playing the sport and working out. yeah. And so uh, doing this has been something that's been so fun for me. And it's just another kind of challenge in life. I'm still doing the other stuff that I'm doing. Like, I'm playing an exhibition this weekend, a tennis match. And then I'm still personal training, but, like, still figuring it out. Like, we launched a show in May, and I think it'll be a pretty big hit. So,
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm (laughs) the same same way. Yeah. Like, people, like, it's, it's really weird and strange because in high school, I... I thought I knew what I wanted to do yeah. I, th- I was like I'm gonna go to art school in New York and I'm gonna be this like filmmaker and then I didn't know what the fuck filmmaking was <laughs> I was like, like I think and the funny thing is so one of my teachers I went to Merrimack for like a couple years mm-hmm. like just because I felt like I had to go because my parents were like oh you gotta go to college so to try to find something so I went and I took some like uh like video classes mm-hmm. and some kid was like some kid some kid got asked by the the teachers like what do you want to be in this industry he's like i want to be a filmmaker the teacher's like there's no such thing as <laughs> filmmakers like <laughs> you could be a director you can be this right. you could be that but like filmmaker is a very broad term yeah so i'm very glad he like the, he, the kid said it first before i did because i would have felt so bad yeah i would have quit on my dream so quickly yeah but um and then it's strange now because like i'm working on stuff too. Yeah, you've got a lot that yeah, like and like you said like I didn't think I'd like interviewing people. I only did it because my friend and I were like let's start a podcast. And then yeah. it's like now we got to find guests and then uh I always thought I'd be terrible at talking to people. But I have a really strange way of communicating with people. Like I have a really good like I'm really good at communicating with people yeah. and I didn't know it. And it's funny now because how long has it been since I've been out of high school like six years yeah like a lot of people that like i didn't that didn't know me will like randomly message me or i'll see them and be like hey oscar like keep up keep it up like i, I see what you're doing and i'm like like they, they never thought i'd do i'd be doing what i'm doing right now because i was like you said i'm very quiet yeah. and if you don't know me then I like i'm not you'd think i'm like in my own space and head
1: yeah no i think you're right and you do have like this way of communicating with people where I feel like once they get to know you, they'll feel like they've known you forever. Like, I feel like we've been friends longer than just, what's it been? Maybe maybe a year, probably it's less. not than, even been a year yet. I like, feel like I've known you my whole yeah,
0: life. Yeah, we've we met in June or July.
1: Yeah, so I feel like you totally just have, like, kind of that effect, and that'll be good for, like, interviewing people, and it is good, so. Yeah,
0: I feel, I feel like it's a good thing. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and... uh and so then talk about more about this courtly, like, mm-hmm. and so what was it like when you first interviewed someone? Like, how did you feel? Cause I know that you came to me and you're like asking me some questions like, like this, don't make me look stupid or don't yeah. let <laughs> me know if I sound stupid. Yeah. And I think that's the same feeling I had like the first time I was like, I hope I don't sound stupid. Yeah. Uh, so how was it whenever you first uh, started to interview? Like, did you feel that way? Yeah.
1: I mean, Seriously like not having any kind of experience or like anything to even go off of besides like being interviewed after tennis matches it's so much different interviewing someone you have to be an active listener and the thing is is that i'm not even a good listener so this has been like a big kind of like learning process and um thing for me to just become a better listener and hear people while also actively thinking about kind of what what angle I want to take and what question I want to ask next and how I want to interact with them and what I want them to tell me. And so that, that's that been pretty interesting um, for me doing that. But not only that, but one thing I've learned is that people love talking about themselves.
0: Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> it's so true.
1: <laughs> so if you just kind of figure out what drives a person, what they're passionate about, but also my angle is always kind of having them tell me something that, maybe not the average person would have them tell them. That's what I want to get. I want to get something kind of different out of them. Give me a different, like, view or insight or something on whatever. Yeah. And so that's been pretty interesting. That's always my angle.
0: Well, I, th- I think the biggest advantage you have is that you, you've you been interviewed before. Mm-hmm. So you kind of know both sides now. You kind of, like, mm-hmm. you can kind of you know where the people are, where those people are coming from whenever they're answering questions. So like, you know, like you know, when to keep asking a question yeah. or when not to, or even sometimes it's as simple as, why hasn't anyone asked me this question yet?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, as someone who's been interviewed, you can be like, well, there's plenty of reasons why, but like, like, ha- like how has it been easier? Has it only been getting easier or harder as you have started more? Cause, yeah. cause I imagine... Like, as you keep going, you're probably going to yeah. be interviewing bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. people. And, like, like you're going to – I'll bet I'll probably get some text messages from yeah. you later. Like, oh, my God, Oscar, I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think that it keeps getting easier and easier, actually. Uh, I was, like, so – I don't know why, but sometimes, like, in interviews, I get very nervous in front of the camera. Like, the, like the last interview I did – a week ago like i had to say this word co-owner and i couldn't say it i was like corner i had it to be like 10 tries like so uh but just kind of getting more comfortable and, and you know like uh every single interview i've done though i've learned and then i'll critique myself by watching the interview watching it on camera and seeing what i need to do differently so it's just like if i can just kind of read over and And prepare better and then kind of learn from my own mistakes on uh from previous interviews then you know i'm going to be better the next time so yeah
0: Yeah, i feel like that's a good way to grow and uh the funny thing is you always tell me so like so people know that we're actually friends (laughs) is that you always you're always asking me like like hey like do i sound smart and things like this and i think you sound the smartest when you're not thinking about it when you kind of like like when you i guess when you overthink things sometimes that's when you like flub or yeah. like cuz that's what i do whenever like i overthink things i'm like oh god i got to pronounce this word correctly yeah like and then by thinking it so hard about like thinking so hard about it i always fuck it up somehow and it makes me feel stupid but sometimes yeah. i just don't think about it and just talk and try to have a conversation with people even if you fuck up it kind of feels like it's na- like it's a natural thing to kind of go with the flow when you're interviewing people.
1: Yeah, I would say that's so accurate and it's actually really good to hear that and be reminded kind of because I think you're right when I force things or like when I, you know, read from a list of questions, that's when it comes off as like not as um engaged or like uh you know what I'm yeah, saying? Genuine. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Like it feels like you're trying to get to the next question. And you know, yeah and then the person that you're interviewing is like, well, like then did you really need me for this interview? Like, I could, could have just sent you, like, answers, like, on in an email or whatever. Like, exactly. yeah, you want to make the person you interview and feel like they're c- almost collaborating with you in a way. Right. They're, like, they're kind of like, it's this back and forth, almost like a tennis match. Yeah, this, it's this, yeah, this <laughs> back and forth, you know, kind of, yeah. you, you hit the ball, the ball is the question as it's going over the court, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it hits, you know, and they hit it back, that's, like, the answer. You're kind of playing, like, a game of tennis. See? Yeah. I just made it.
1: That was so good. You're like my tutors in college. They would always just, like, compare everything to tennis, and that's how I would learn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, with, you know, I guess your fitness background, mm-hmm. like, what's what's also another motivation that keeps you to be, like, the best version of you, like, fit and working out? Like, like I Like, for me, like... I'm okay with whatever size I am mm-hmm. because like I could lose weight and I'll be like, great, I'm skinny again. <laughs> and and then I can gain weight and be like, oh, sweet, I'm fat again. Like it's, I'm very like, I, like, I don't care much. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of forgot. I kind of decided not to care about how I look as much. Like I obviously try to be healthy and make healthy decisions, yeah. but I don't really care as much about my physical appearance anymore because uh, i don't know, like I feel like if I engage people like honestly and uh genuinely, I think no one really cares how you really look, you know, and so for you, someone that you kind of have to be fit is yeah. there ever, like how's that how does that affect your like you mentally as far yeah, as like
1: that's one thing uh i've definitely had to deal with like I feel a pressure a lot of the time, and i don't really. Talk about this ever, just because um I don't know it's just kind of i don't know if you would say a sensitive subject, but I do feel pressure to look a specific way. Um, I want people to train with me, and in order for that, like I feel like I need to look the part, and so um I mean, I feel so bad for like young kids these days because um uh, there's a lot of like pressure on them as well to look a particular way and and they feel like they need to look a particular way to be valuable in society. And um, and just kind of... And even sometimes I feel like I will think that mindset. Like, I need to look this way in order for people to, you know, give me credibility in order for me to be important and things like that. And uh, and so that's something I constantly struggle with. And um, just kind of maintaining, like, a healthy mindset has been something um, that I've been working on. And, and uh, so... Things that motivate me, I feel like I'm a very, very, like, self-motivated person. I just, I want to be the best at everything I do. I want um, physically to be the most fit that I can be. And in order to do that, I know I need to be disciplined. And um, so just trying to be as disciplined as I can is always something that I strive for. And, of course, uh, like, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I make lots and lots of mistakes. And just learning from that, but accepting that that, you know, that's, normal yeah no one's perfect so uh that's kind of my stance on it
0: yeah i feel like you and my other friend would like really hit off really because he's uh he he, he's not a personal trainer he works out a lot and he knows a lot about like he wanted to be uh he's actually going to be my next guest so he wanted to be a like a personal trainer but i don't know why he didn't continue i'm going to figure this out in the next episode guys but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh he um he like he'll uh, post on instagram like oh like like i'm not where i i would love to be but you know uh, starts to start but I, in my mind i think i'm looking at his picture i'm like dude you have a six pack you look great but for, i guess for him he's like well sure but like this isn't like my goal like my goal isn't to have a six pack i think it's for him it's to I guess he has a certain way he wants to look at himself or to see himself, and for, like I guess it's a lot tougher on women, too, you know. Yeah. Because I feel like in order for you to get ahead a little bit, especially since you're like you have a social media presence, you have to look good in a way, and you're not, you're in the spotlight a lot. Like you have to like like if you have to keep up with. Instagram websites, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, and with Instagram, you have a lot of photos that you like like i know knowing you like you go through a lot of photos <laughs> like this this one good enough, like is this how much are people gonna like this one you know and yeah. is is it i guess is it hard to to maintain like the look you want like yeah
1: yeah no it it is it's hard um like. I suppose, I mean, I follow a specific workout and, and, you know, nutrition plan. And it's hard staying on top of everything. And then not only that, but you want to have your nails done. You want to have your eyelashes. Like, you want to have everything, like, all set and ready. It's a lot of things that women have to do in order to, you know, look the part that people don't even really think about. Not that they, not saying they have to do it, but if if they want to look a particular way and want, you know what I mean? There's some things that they want to do. In order to look that way, I suppose so it is a lot,
0: yeah, like yeah, we always have conversations where I have to tell you, like Rachel, you look great, yeah. like like quit asking like if you you're not fat like <laughs> I, I i have to constantly like yell at you, like you're not fat you're
1: like my like, Oscar, I look terrible today, Thank exactly, like, you're a voice of reason, like um, uh, why women do that, it's just it's hard, but you know
0: yeah, I think it's i don't know like i don't think about as much as a guy i guess i think that's why i don't really care how i look it's like i think for guys i mean it depends like i guess if you're like if you're dating someone or if you're looking to start dating i would possibly start working out again (laughs) but like i don't like i don't know like um i'm iffy on it like my sister's like well if anyone's gonna date you they should love you for who you are and i'm like
1: but she's right
0: but she's wrong too because <laughs> it, like it, like it, uh, that's not how it works anymore <laughs> yeah. like it's really difficult like mm-hmm. like you can find you, you can have a like a good connection with someone but then they might not want to go out with you because of a certain way you look or something like that which is crazy you know and uh, you know and guys are guilty of it too like you yeah. know not just girls but guys you know and it's it's really um not tough but you know it's I think image plays a big part on everything we do nowadays.
1: Right. Yeah, I think you just hit it right on the head. You're right. It is. That's 2018 for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm shocked, though, because President Trump is President Trump. <laughs> like, like, oh, man. I still I'm still not over that. Uh, and so I know that you also have your website and you mm-hmm. do your own blogs. And, like, what's... What motivates you to write?
1: Yeah, like what, Actually, what keeps you going? I'll give you credit on this. Um, I remember how a while ago you told me, like, well, I have you have your own website." Yeah, and you offered me kind of a platform to feature my articles, or you—I don't remember what you said, but you were like, "You should really write about this" or something. And and so um, it's something I had always thought of, but the fact that someone else like you told me you should write about this that kind of was like you know what? I should like why don't I just do it and so I started you know writing articles and I never I'll be like real honest I wasn't the best student in uh in my school who
0: was who, who was I wasn't the best student <laughs> but, I barely graduated
1: <laughs> but I think that if I had to pick a subject that I was probably the most okay at it was writing and I remember when I was young I I won a national writing contest, so I always kind of secretly, deep down, was like, I think I can write, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't really have any experience, but I have all these stories to tell and stories in my mind and and thoughts in my mind that like sometimes it's hard for me to say, and and present my um, stance, but it's easy for me to write on paper. So, um, so I mean, I've been writing, and it's easy. Like I've got all these different thoughts. Um, about kind of the sport of tennis and that's why I like sharing and, and how it can change and how it can move forward and that's what I like it's so easy I I knocked like two articles out on the on an uh on a plane ride just last weekend and and they were I mean they were long long articles so uh yeah I just yeah so thank you for giving me that. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: a problem what do you like writing about like what's yeah like what do you like personally like writing about like I
1: started writing about kind of stories that I had that uh, I thought people would kind of think were cool, but it changed to more, like I was saying, kind of my stance on the sport of tennis and the changes that I think could be make it a more mainstream sport and, and make it more relatable to people who don't understand the sport and things like that. That's what I've kind of learned that I really like writing about because there's so many things that I think about. Yeah. About that.
0: Well, I think tennis... Tennis is a very international sport. Right. But it's not I yeah, I, I, I can agree that it's not that big here. Like I don't really think of tennis like when people are like, Hey, name me like top five For, like,
1: right. no, you don't.
0: like uh you know, sports. I'll be like basketball, right. hockey, then, soccer, football. And the last one I don't like I don't even know what to say. Basketball? Like what did you say? Basketball? Yeah, I said basketball. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what my fifth one would be. Golf. I feel like g- golf, Ah. I guess I guess that's pretty big for like you know. So
1: hockey, football, basketball, baseball, soccer. Yeah, that's five,
0: right? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, did we just forget that account? <laughs> uh, see now, now we sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's been there's been two tennis films to come out in the last oh. year. So like the one with Steve Carell and Emma Stone. I forgot what that one's called. I think it was. Um, you saw it, I so did. you should know. I know what it uh, uh, was. It uh, e- oh, it wasn't equal rights. What was it called? Um,
1: it's, it's a war, It's a tennis. It's, it's a tennis
0: term. Uh, match. It'll come to me later. And then there's another one coming out. I think yeah. it's either already came out or it's coming out with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what that movie's called either. But I know he plays McEnroe or something like
1: that. McEnroe. McEnroe. Yeah, I haven't seen too much about that, but I heard about it. Yeah. So, it's cool that they're you know making drawing some attention, especially two movies in one years. While, well. while we've the only movie we've really have was Wimbledon back in like I don't know two thousand, and it was a silly, it was just a
0: silly movie. A silly movie. Yeah. <laughs> what was it about?
1: It was like a love story. Oh, uh, okay. And like I, I just remember laughing because the girl she would like play tennis, but she was so. Like, her strokes were so bad. Like, you could have at least <laughs> found someone that could play. And then, you know.
0: Well, she's an like actress.
1: Well, I don't think Emma Stone played. Like, they used a different actress. You know what I mean? In the in the movie. What was it called? God. Oh, ba- uh, Battle of the Sexes.
0: Oh, okay. There we, there we go. go. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's such a generic name, though. <laughs> now that you think about it, that sounds like a game show.
1: But that was actually the name of the match back in the day. They called it Battle of the Sexes.
0: Hmm. And is tennis as big now as it was then?
1: Yeah. I would say probably bigger.
0: Yeah. Is know. it is it bigger? Like uh, that's a, like uh, that's a genuine question. Like, is it bigger or is it is it the people in it that are bigger? So like
1: That's a good so question.
0: So like like Serena and Venus yeah. like they're known for playing tennis, but they like they're not a lot of focus. Like whenever people talk about them like like you'll watch, see on TV like not a lot of people they'll say oh they're great tennis players, but that's never, like, the main focus. It's always, like, they're this or that, but they're never, like, tennis is not the main focus. So is, like, do you think tennis is as big as it was before, or is it just the people I that take part?
1: Probably. I think that, um, you know, Serena, and this is actually a very interesting. This is another article. I think you just gave me an idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'll take credit. Edited by you. Co-written. Yeah, (laughs) co-written.
1: So, yeah, I think both probably. Um, Players, I mean, are making significantly a lot more money and have a lot more sponsorships and endorsements. And then uh, I think as that's happened, the popularity popularity for the game has also kind of increased as well but i would i would be interested in kind of learning a little bit more about that and seeing kind of what the answer is to that and then writing an article co-written by oscar yeah
0: Rendon. co-written by me <laughs> well, well hopefully i'll uh, make some money off of that you know like cuz th- don't you have sponsors a
1: uh, a couple couple yeah. yeah so um yeah i think what the coolest thing is is that um the company that i work for is very um supportive and so uh like they yeah so we have kind of a good little thing going on with that so
0: it's nice and yeah. what's the cool what's the coolest part about your life right now
1: I would probably say this courtly deal that I have um being able to travel to different tournaments like I was telling you before this interview I'm going to Wimbledon this summer we're going to interview lots of different professionals and people in the industry and I didn't think like I always remember on my bucket list like I don't really have a bucket list, but I always thought I want to go to Wimbledon one day, and I didn't think it would happen until I was like 40 or 50 or something. But, you know, this this summer I'm, I'm going to go to Wimbledon. So, I think that the coolest thing going on in my life right now is probably this opportunity that I have to help um you know, grow this company. So,
0: what about your personal life? Like what's <laughs> what's what's something you look forward to? Like, you know, like kind of like everyday Rachel. What's everyday Rachel oh, like? gosh. You know.
1: I feel like I Every day, Rachel, probably isn't as exciting as you think. I just um, go to work, work out, um, either write some articles or do work on some sales stuff with uh, Courtly. And I don't know. I'm not that exciting. uh, You know, check in on the family. And that's about it.
0: (laughs) Nothing interesting? Damn. I know. See, I, that's that's the amazing part about social media is that, like, <laughs> you look so busy on social media. And I and now, busy. And now you're just exposed, like, oh, it's not the, it's <laughs> not the, I'm boring. like.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I guess, I mean, I guess I always got different stuff going on. Like, the exhibition match this weekend, and what else did I? I had some else. <laughs> I'm like, what else do I have? No.
0: I don't know. You know your schedule. I don't know it. <laughs> you, you you should know it better than I do.
1: True. No, I I feel like I always am busy though.
0: I'm not. That's not just a false, false <laughs> advertisement. Right. I'm busy. Yeah, you're busy whenever you want to be busy. <laughs> I feel like
1: whatever. I feel like
0: you think I'm not busy. You'll be like Oscar, can you do it today? Right. Like I'll be like, oh. you're like, I don't know. You're like, I mean,
1: no, you're making. You you, you, you always say
0: yours like it's cool if you can't, but that's that's girl code for like you better you better Mandatory. like yeah like you better <laughs> make it or I'll hate you forever. <laughs> So, I, was, so I, I I know Girl Code. I'm not stupid. I'm like, oh, fine. you actually
1: do. You know Girl Code and, and that's probably because you had three sisters, isn't
0: it? Two sisters. Two sisters. You see? Terrible listener. I know. All, oh you you, 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 you <laughs> said you were, again, you, you said you were being a better listener and you're not. You're, <laughs> you added a sister. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, it is what it is.
0: So, now that we're winding down, yeah, no. I gotta use my uh, my serious voice now. Now that we're like winding down, God. right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever used my serious voice with you.
1: I know, no. it's weird,
0: right? <laughs> I know, I know. I hear myself like I'll record with some of these, and I'll be like, "Do I really sound like that?" <laughs> or I'll be like, yeah, "That sounds like me." <laughs> like the 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 strangest one is when I interview, like very like. Can I call them celebrities? I guess I can call them celebrities. But, like, like I don't know yet. Like, there's a, there's a pretty big interview coming up. I don't know yeah. if it's going to happen. But if it does happen, it'll be, like, the biggest interview like that I've ever done. so cool. And, like, I'm thinking, like, how do I approach it, like, with my voice? Because do I, do I be all, like, loose? <laughs> be and? yourself. Don't think to you. just told me don't think to. Exactly. You see? you got to just be yourself. Exactly. But it's tough. Like, yeah, I guess. Fine. Because now I feel like I'm a fraud. Like, I'm like, oh, can I, can I do this? I always. Of
1: course you can. Come on, I'm the biggest celebrity.
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day, you know, you'll be walking, like, at the, uh, what's it called, the SPs? Yes.
1: There
0: we go. See, I pay yeah, attention. I well, first of all, I'd have to be your first guest if you ever, like, your first one. Yeah. So you'd have to, be, I'm your plus one no matter what. Deal. See, now I have proof. So. <laughs> If you go back on it, people will like tweet you and be like, what happened to Oscar? You fucked him over, you know? So now, now I have proof that you, I have to be the first one. You will. So, but like, yeah, maybe one day mm-hmm. soon you'll be like, and I could be like, yeah, that's my friend Rachel. Yeah. No biggie, you know? And I'll be like, yeah. So is that is what's, at the end of the day, what's like your, like the dream, the kind of because my dream is very different. Like, it's, yeah. like, I don't, like, life's plan. Like, I feel like me, like, and I've gotten this surprisingly from a lot of people that, like, uh, I'd be a great dad but a terrible husband because, <laughs> I know, right? My sister said this. <laughs> That's but, awesome. like, but, like, because I'm always, like, I don't I can never be in one, sp- like, I'm always, like, wanting to do something, and I'm very selfish. Like, I, I can openly oh. admit that, that I'm, like, like I, I don't th- I don't think I could like you know like I'd have to pick one or the other yeah. for me cuz I don't know I just the, the sense of responsibility to one thing over another I don't think I could ever pick. So
1: First of all, I think that's false. I think you'd be great at whatever you do. Whether you get married and have kids, I think you'd be great at that. Um yeah. So for the record.
0: For the record. All right. <laughs> afterwards um, you're going to tell me like no you can't like
1: <laughs> also no i'm kidding um no i think for my own future i think goals is just to kind of see where this kind of show will take me in sports casting and then hopefully expand on it as much as i can like i think one thing that would be the coolest thing ever would be like i was sa- saying before like a carry champion kind of job like you know, being on ESPN and sports casting. I love sports, I always have. I always believe I know more about sports than the average female. And um, I think that just doing something like that is probably a huge goal of mine. And um, giving people a different viewpoint on the sport of tennis is also another one. Changing the game entirely, um, like I was saying before, to make it more relatable. And make it more um, mainstream is also another goal, of, a big goal of mine, and I want to do that through, you know, my writing, through the show, and all that. So that's another big goal of mine.
0: Sounds like a big, <laughs> big goals right there. Like you're like change the sport. I was Watching like, that was like, oh man. Like I hope she reaches it then. <laughs> like, like <laughs> 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 <Thanks>. <laughs> and so to to leave on a on a high note since I just destroyed your goals I know <laughs> uh, what's what's a piece of advice that you would give anyone but mostly people here in St. Louis who probably feel like they're far away from like places where they think they have to go to you know achieve success because I used to be the same way I was like I have to go to LA to do this so I can do that so I can be a director but now like, I don't I don't feel like that I feel like I feel like I can do it here and then because I do it here I might get noticed in other places yeah. so then I don't have to go
1: I think that's like the best point ever is that people do think like I get asked a lot like why are you there or why are you in St. Louis you should be in Miami, you should be in LA uh, doing this like St. Louis like I feel like offers all the resources that you need in order to become successful at whatever industry you want to go to I think that what is also very cool is that it's big but it's not too big. Um people often will say this city is actually so small that everyone knows everyone. If you don't know that person, your friend knows that person and about them and things like that, but you know everyone kind of involved in, you know, any different industry and you can reach out to them and I don't know, I just think that being in St. Louis like First of all, I love... It's home, like, and in, in you... Uh, and people always will say, people that lived here usually have lived here their whole life, kind of a thing. Like, I feel like not too many people really move away or whatever and consider it their home. Like, I'm here, and sometimes I think I'm too comfortable being in St. Louis, but then I'm like, no, I'm doing what I need to be doing in order to, you know, make the moves I want to make. And I'm happy here. And so... I think that this city is just cool in that sense, and it's also close to. I mean, not close to everything, but like, it's not like you have to go from New York to LA. Like, you're from St. Louis to LA. You're from St. Louis to Florida. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not.
0: It's kind of right in the middle. It's in the middle. Yeah, a lot so of people come here because it's right. In the that's middle. that's like,
1: certainly an advantage.
0: Yeah. So and we have the the incredible arch. Yeah. Which <laughs> everyone I think. Overrated. It's overrated, but like every time people come in and they're like, "So tell me about this arch." I'm like, "I'm like, you know." I've seen it. It's like I've seen it. I feel like uh, the the settlers or whoever I don't know who built it. Like people (laughs) in the 1950s were like, "This is as far as we're gonna go," and then they discovered everything else and it's like, "Oh, we overshot that. Like (laughs) (laughs) like this should have been way further." Oh my god. But yeah, I I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. When all the points you said, you know. I did I did some research mm-hmm. because I'm that kind of interviewer mm-hmm. and I learned that St. Louis is a great place to to do a to start a startup. It's like oh. like the success rate is better here than if you were to go New York, LA, Florida. What do like, you think that is? Uh my opinion and this is all my opinion, it's not fact. But I think it's because I think those places are overpopulated and so like there's a lot of those types of um, companies, I guess, yeah. and it's oversaturated in those markets. And then St. Louis is kind of like there isn't a lot. So like when I when I started my like thing, I was looking around. I was like, there's not a lot of people that do what I'm wanting to do here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I th- again, like I thought oh, I gotta go somewhere else. And I was like, wait, no, I, I can just do it and be the one that does it here. So then people are like. St. Louis Oscar, Oscar St. Louis. Oh, okay. Because if you're, if you, if I went to LA, I'd be like one in I don't know how many yeah. doing the same thing.
1: Yeah. You know? It's more big fish.
0: More competition.
1: Here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. Yep. It's a great city. I love it.
0: Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. I don't even think you gave advice I think you just like talked about St. Louis oh, sure, what was the sure. advice oh. what was the advice like what, what do you have for oh. people okay
1: um let me
0: think for a sec and th- don't talk about angles oh. or photo yeah. angles like that's <laughs> not advice that's
1: I would say that even if like um what you think you're supposed to be doing like you don't end up doing it like it is something out there for you to do and you should just keep kind of persevering like your goals might change your career path might change but it's something out there for you that you should feel. Um, like, when you're doing it, you feel, like, excited and that you know it's what you're supposed to be doing. And that's... uh And I truly believe that everyone will have that or does have that and has the ability to have that feeling. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it made sense to me. <laughs> okay.
0: It made sense. Okay. It made perfect okay. sense. It made sense to me. Good. So... I don't know if people don't get it, then you know it's their fault, <laughs> yeah, it's their fault thing yeah Sorry, guys, <laughs> yeah, it's okay, yeah, all right, well, Rachel, thank you so much for Hi. being my first guest, and uh we're we're recording in your awesome, awesome apartment that you said was messy, but it's not that messy, I know. like you over exaggerated, really like I thought I was gonna be walking into a pigsty like nah. like open containers no, and forks no, no, no. and and Plates on your couch. Suitcases laying out. Yeah. It's like a mini gym in here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great. And I think what you're doing is really great. And I can't wait to hear everyone else, what they have to say, too. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, you can learn from this podcast, too. Exactly. All right. (laughs)